Welcome, everyone, to the Theology Central Podcast. It is Saturday, December the 18th, 2021. It is currently 11.55 a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the empty sanctuary of Victory Baptist Church, located right here in Ovalo, Texas. Now, yes, I've turned on the microphone. Yes, I've hit the big red go live button so that I can broadcast live on the air But let me be honest with you, I am not excited about talking right now. I'm not excited about being live on the air. Typically, I'm excited to be live on the air. Typically, I I love sitting in front of this microphone, talking about things related to theology, doing Bible studies, giving news commentary. Usually, I absolutely love it. But everything right now is not one of excitement or love, but one of fatigue, tired, discouraged, depressed. And, 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 I, and what even makes it worse is I know that no matter what I say over the next 30 minutes, 40 minutes, ever how long I decide to talk about this, no matter what I say, it's only going to lead to debate, division, an argument which even makes me more depressed and more discouraged and more frustrated. There's really a, there's a no-win situation here. In fact, while I was getting everything ready, getting the audio clip ready, getting our, our news intro ready to go, while I was getting everything ready, I was just sitting here debating with myself, is it even worth it? Well, I mean, what do you hope to accomplish? I don't know... I hope to accomplish a couple of things. Hopefully I can give people some direction. Hopefully I can provide a little bit of warning, maybe give a little bit of information, but I know that there are some of you that all you want to do is debate. Let's just start with this. As soon as you mention COVID, as soon as you mention COVID, as soon as you mention Omicron, as soon as you mention vaccines, as soon as you mention anything, immediately people take sides. They they go and they're going to take their sides, whether and whatever the sides may be, they're going to take their sides and they don't want to hear any information, any information you provide. It's immediately like, nope, I reject that. I reject that. I reject that. I reject that. We're, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Well, what, 23, 22, 23 months into this situation, over 800,000 Americans have died. Millions of people have died globally. But see, even if I say that, you know what I'm going to be told? Nope, nope, number's not real, number's not real, number's not real. They're all fake, it's all fraud. None of this is real. Hospitals aren't full. It's all, this is all a lie. And everyone, millions of people are involved in the conspiracy. This is all being done to take away our freedoms and our rights. We're going to end up in concentration camps. And you're like, oh, okay, calm down. But we can't even, you can't even discuss it. You can't even have a, a meaningful conversation about this because everyone goes absolutely crazy. So people get frustrated. People are tired. 22, 23 months into this, people have, I think people have just reached a point of frustration, of anger. And, and they don't even want to hear about it. And I, and I hate that I have to talk about it, but I feel I have to. Let me explain what happened late last night. What, close to midnight, 11, 11.30? I don't even know what time it was. I heard the following, and I'm going to play. I, I was going to skip the intro here, but I want you to exact, hear exactly the intro, and then we'll go into their actual report. I want you to hear this. And then I have in front of me countless headlines from today. These are all headlines that have, have appeared in the last few hours. And all of the all of these are just going to be, either you're going to just dismiss them, uh, but we have to at least talk about them. So, so let's just start. Imagine 1130 midnight, all the lights are out and, he, and I'm laying in bed. And this is what I hear last night as I'm going through my podcast feed. Here is what I hear. Tonight, the alarming COVID surge across the U.S., what they're seeing right now in New York City, just as millions across the nation travel for Christmas. And Dr. Fauci here tonight on the new studies and why he says you need to get the booster to protect against Omicron. The fast-spreading Omicron variant now in at least 42 states, New York State, reporting a new pandemic record tonight. 
More than 21,000 new cases of COVID in just 24 hours. Tonight, the famed Christmas spectacular. Want you to hear that? 21,000 cases in a single day. A, a pandemic record. Now, wait a minute. We're 20-something months into this, and we're breaking pandemic records again? Now, I know. It's fake. It's fake. It's fake. Look, if you go yell that it's fake all day, okay? You can just scream and yell that it's fake all day, and that it's all a grand conspiracy, and millions of people are involved. Every hospital is involved in the conspiracy. Every doctor is involved in the conspiracy. Everyone's involved in the conspiracy. You think at some point someone will break free from the conspiracy and tell us all. But okay, um, that that's just staggering. That's just staggering. That many cases. And now, guess what? Not only are that many cases, here, are you ready for it? Things are starting to shut down again. Things are starting to shut down again. Football games are being moved and rescheduled. Some schools are going back to virtual learning. It's as if we are back in 2020 and we're actually at the end of 2021. It is absolutely depressing. All right, I'm going to play all of that again and then go back to their intro because I just there's so many different things they throw out here. Here we go. Tonight, the alarming COVID surge across the U.S., what they're seeing right now in New York City, just as millions across the nation travel for Christmas. And Dr. Fauci here tonight on the new studies and why he says you need to get the booster to protect against Omicron. The fast-spreading Omicron variant now in at least 42 states, New York State, reporting a new pandemic record tonight. More than 21,000 new cases of COVID in just 24 hours. Tonight, the famed Christmas spectacular with the Rockettes, the entire season now canceled. Dr. Anthony Fauci explaining those new studies tonight that say five months out after your two vaccine shots, saying there is virtually no degree of neutralization. One month after the booster shot, he says you're back in the protective range. And Pfizer tonight on vaccine trials for children two to five years old, suggesting two shots so far in the trials are not enough. And tonight, breaking news going into the weekend, the big games now being moved because so many players have COVID. Also tonight, the former Minnesota police officer, Kim Potter, breaking down on the stand. I remember yelling, taser, 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 and nothing happened. Describing the moment she shot and killed Dante Wright. She has claimed she mistook her gun for her taser. The prosecutor repeatedly pressing the officer on training for her taser to avoid this. Potter sobbing, saying, I'm sorry it happened. News tonight about a suspected serial killer. Authorities making a chilling discovery. They say he used a shopping cart to carry away his alleged victims. A storm moving into the northeast next. Winter weather alerts already up tonight. Snow, sleet and rain. And Rob Marciano timing it out. The major headline, the longest sentence yet after January 6th, a Florida man repeatedly assaulting officers. Tiger Woods beginning his comeback, what we witnessed today with Tiger and his son. Dolly Parton in the news tonight, what she's now done. And our Made in America Christmas, the ideas pouring in. We keep going. Okay, so a lot of different things they're talking about there, but I just wanted you to hear all of it because all I could think about was, oh, you got to be kidding me. We're right back where we started in this pandemic. This can't be happening again. This, I, I, I just, I, I just absolutely, I wanted to just scream. I mean, I've, I've been keeping up with it, so I'm not like it was like breaking news to me. I knew all of this, but I just, the, hearing all of it, and now they're going to go into a, a more detailed report and we'll break this down. And again, I'm not here to get into, if you want to debate, every, you can debate it all day, but there's over 800,000 Americans dead, millions of people dead globally. You can debate and debate and debate and debate. I mean, I, I, because I've heard all of all of the arguments I've heard, you know, well, they're only doing this to get rid of Trump. Once Trump, I, I, I can't remember how many times I heard this, once Trump, uh, once Trump is defeated, then then you'll it'll be amazing how quickly um, uh, COVID goes away. It's just going to go away magically after they get rid of Trump. Well, 
That didn't happen, okay, because here we are in 2020, uh, getting ready to go into 2022. It's still here. Well, it's not really that big a deal. It, it's not going to kill that many people. Well, okay, well now, okay, well now the numbers aren't real. It's real. And no, I've heard every, every argument when things continue to go, it's just they find a new argument or a new claim. At some point, maybe everyone needs to sit down and go, what in the world are we going to do? Now, I'm not saying that there are easy solutions. And I know that not everyone likes oh, some of the solutions, but this is insane. And, and uh, I, I, I'm just, I, I may, may, hopefully my frustration, you can go, I relate, because hopefully you're just as frustrated as I am. But let, let's listen to uh, the report. Here we go. From ABC News World Headquarters in New York, this is World News Tonight with David Muir. Good evening, and it's great to have you with us as we near the end of another week together. Christmas Eve, one week from tonight, and we'll get there. But we do have a lot of news on this Friday night and, of course, a lot of questions about what we're seeing right now with this new variant, the Omicron variant. Late today, a new study finding Omicron spreading two to three times faster than Delta and at the risk of being reinfected with Omicron is more than five times higher than being reinfected with the Delta variant, essentially. So, okay. That is spreading two or three times faster than Delta. Your chances of being reinfected was what, what, five times greater than it was with Delta? I mean, all of those numbers are not good. It's spreading faster. Your chances of being reinfected are greater. Now, yet there's still much dispute and debate on, well, it's not as serious as Delta was. But then I've got reports and think I think I have a report here this morning where now they're they're questioning that. Uh, let's see here if I can find it. There's so many different reports coming in today. Um, let me see. Do I find it here? I'm looking at all of them. Uh, okay, no. See, uh, uh, Omicron in 89 countries, cases doubling fast. Um, they're scrambling for tests. I know here in the local area, last night, someone I knew needed a COVID test and well, they were out. No, there was no way place to get a COVID test. Um, so, but I, I saw earlier a report that, well, there's no actual proof right now that Omicron is not less serious than Delta. There's something that it may even be more. Others are saying it's far less. We don't know, but we know this, it is spreading faster. That much seems to be, everyone agrees. In other words, it's far easier to be infected with Omicron that it's, it's easier to to get, and it's easier to even be reinfected with it. So that those are all not good signs. Those are all not good. Not good. Now you can say I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You can you can spend all day saying you don't believe it. You don't believe it. You don't believe it. You don't believe it. You don't believe in gravity. It still exists. Okay. So let let's see what they have to say here. Showing just how transmissible this variant is. The famous Rockets Christmas show at Radio City. The whole season just canceled. And tonight, a number of big games moved this weekend because so many players are sick. Long lines across the country for testing today, from New York to Maryland, from Miami to Houston, people waiting in line and in their cars, obviously concerned about exposure, even in line, as they now prepare for the holidays with loved ones. Tonight, Dr. Anthony Fauci stressing the need for those booster shots, pointing to new studies showing five months out after your second vaccine shot, that there is virtually no degree of neutralization protection, as he put it, but that one month after your booster shot, you're back in the protective range. They have always said these would wane, and that's why you have to keep the level of antibodies up in your system. The Radio City Rockettes, as I mentioned, canceling those performances just before we came on tonight. Some spectators were already in their seats when they learned this. The NFL rescheduling several games this weekend. They are, quote, in active discussions, they say, to postpone more. And that disappointing news for parents of children under five years old, Pfizer pushing back the timeline. We're going to carefully guide you through it all on a Friday night. ABC's Ariel Reshef leading us off here in New York. Tonight, just one week ahead of Christmas, experts warning the country is heading for a devastating double punch as COVID cases skyrocket from coast to coast, fueled by the Delta variant already, and now the Omicron variant doubling every two to three days. We're really just about to experience a viral blizzard. I think in the next three to eight weeks, we're going to see millions of Americans are going to be infected with this virus. Omicron. Next three to eight weeks, millions of Americans infected. 
That's what they're now. I'm hoping they're wrong. I'm hoping it all turns out to be, well, they exaggerated it. They were wrong. They panicked. I, I hope I hope that's right. Trust me. I hope that it's right. I hope that it's right. But the warnings are it's getting ready to be really, really bad. All right. Let's continue. Now detected in at least 42 states predicted to eclipse Delta within weeks. New York State breaking a single-day record for new infections, over 21,000. Earlier this week, Omicron accounting for at least 13% of new cases. Authorities believe it's likely much higher. In New York City, people waiting hours in testing lines, snaking around entire city blocks. Officials stepping up testing to try to beat back the surge. I mean, it's scary. You know, we don't know what's happening, but... We're just doing the best we can. COVID already shutting down some restaurants and Broadway shows, the country's cultural institutions. An ominous reminder of the fraught early days of the pandemic. The lights of some of Broadway's biggest hits like Hamilton, Moulin Rouge and Mrs. Doubtfire going dark. And holiday fixture, the Rockettes, today ending their 2021 season of their beloved Christmas spectacular. We were really just disappointed because we came all the way from Alabama. Like, that is a long way. We were all the way in our seats excited about the show. COVID also ripping through professional sports. Multiple NFL and NHL games postponed. Dozens of NBA players on COVID lists. And tonight, the nation's top health officials with a stark message for the unvaccinated. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death. For yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. Now, that, from my perspective, is not something I want to hear because I can't get vaccinated because of what happened to me in 2003, almost dying, won't go through everything, anthrax, won't go through everything that happened to me in the military, but... I can't get vaccinated. No way, no how. They were like, absolutely not. My doctor just laughed when it was even brought up. Like, no way. No way. So I can't get vaccinated. But well, okay. And they're like, so you're expecting a a winter of sickness, death, and overwhelming hospitals that none of that sounds pleasant or wonderful and should concern everyone. And now this thing is spreading quickly quickly. And things are starting to shut back down. We're going in the wrong direction. And the next three to eight weeks is going to be... I, I was concerned this was going to happen. And here we are. And it's it has begun. Dr. Anthony Fauci citing new research today that shows two doses of the mRNA vaccines provide significantly less protection against Omicron after five months because these vaccines wane over time, which is why Fauci pushed for more Americans to get vaccinated if you're not and get boosters to boost your antibody levels if you've already been vaccinated. So the bottom line. All right. Then they get into a discussion about the vaccines and there's far more in their report. You can go listen to that. It's the ABC Nightly News report and it's a podcast. You can listen to it. Well, let me just go you through some of the headlines just to show you what's going on. Okay, so surging COVID brings 20 fill to end of 21. Omicron in 89 countries, cases doubling fast. Study 40 0.5% of people have no symptoms at all. All right, well, you could say, well, that's wonderful. Well, it could be, but if they have any symptoms, but they're contagious, that's not good because they look fine, you look fine, but one of you aren't fine, and well, then the other person gets it. There's a scramble for test. NFL postpones games. Uh, Schools close doors again. Hospitals struggle as beds fill. All right. Denmark, toughest month just beginning. Netherlands to go into Christmas lockdown. Toronto limits indoor gatherings to 10. Hollywood braces. New York City cases hit pandemic high. London, major incident. Infections sweep Europe. I'm just going through. I mean, there's headline after headline after headline after headline. And then, and remember what I said, I don't know if you remember, I said that if we get another wave, then you can just almost guarantee that vaccine mandates are coming probably to your place of employment. They are coming. And many had pushed back and fought the Biden administration, but the court allows Biden employer vax mandate to take effect. It will probably go to the Supreme Court 
next. So there's a very, and if the Supreme Court rules that it's, that it's acceptable, then the, the vaccine mandate's coming. You can fight and resist, but you're going to end up in a bad situation. Now, for those, yeah, I have to get a, a, some kind of a medical, you know, exception or exemption. I have to, tr- I've got to talk to my doctor because there's going to be places right now. I don't want to go anywhere right now. I don't want to, I mean, yeah, I don't want to go anywhere. I'll, I'll give, give you an example. Yesterday, as, as I drove home from church, I stopped by the convenience store uh, because they have this awesome uh, steak burrito that I love that. I know getting a steak burrito from a convenience store is probably not the most healthiest decision, but I, for some reason, I love it, okay, even though it's way too spicy for me. But I, so I, I, was go, I went in there to get one because uh, they've been out, so I was like, hopefully they have another one. So I go in, and uh, I get ready to walk to the cash register, and there's a person at the cash register I mean, they are coughing. I like, I think they're going to lose a lung. They're coughing so hard. And I just kind of like go to the back of the store and I just stand there going, oh my goodness. And they're just coughing everywhere. They're not covering their mouth. They don't have a mask on because we're in Texas. So, so I just, I mean, everywhere. I was like, I, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm like, I was like, no, man, I don't know what you have, but nobody wants it. Nobody wants what you, have. nobody but I mean, I, I literally, I thought the guy was just going to fall on the floor. I mean, he was coughing so bad. And the, and the person behind the cash register, they were like, what are you doing? I mean, like, they were, I mean, you could just tell they were looking at him, like, cover your face, do something. But uh, you, you just immediately, you start thinking, man, I don't, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to be around anyone. But yeah, the situation is bad. So here, what, what, what do I want to try to convey here? What do I want to convey? Here's what I want to convey, that while everyone, this is just going to lead to more division. It's going to be, lead to more fighting, more debating, more confrontations. Um, I, I've seen uh, my, my daughter works for American Airlines. The craziness happening on airplanes where if, because the rule is they have to wear a mask. People just losing their minds because they have to wear a mask like, like they've just been told that they're going to lose an arm, people yelling and screaming and physical assault. It's just insane. I I told you the the story the other day that I was at the doctor. I was at the lab to get my labs drawn. And someone walks in. I mean, there's signs everywhere outside of the hospital. You must wear a mask to enter the facility. And the person comes in, refuses. Next thing you know, security, physical, you know, there's, there's back and forth and the cops get, and the guy finally gets drug off in handcuffs because he's he's basically threatening to assault people, losing his mind because how dare a hospital ask him to wear a mask? And again, for me, it's just absolutely crazy because working in the medical world for 22 years, I can't tell you how many times during flu season we would make people put on masks. There, I, there I've... It's just, there was never like, you're taking away my freedoms. No, it was, there was never, it was like, calm down, but people have lost it. So it's going to get more divisive. It's going to get more hostile. There's going to be more hostility. People are going to become more hostile. And, and as Christians, we need to be hopefully a source of, of, of light and of something better than what's going to happen in the world. I've got articles here of all of these constant predictions and concerns that we're, we're, we're headed in this country to some kind of civil war, that this country is so divided that we're headed to some kind of civil war. There's been lots of people making those predictions. I say this, that while if a civil war breaks out in this country, as Christians, we've got to be different. We've got to be separate from this. And right now there's this civil war with COVID and we don't need to be a part of it. We need to stay separate. So I'm just going to remind you of some basic biblical concepts that you need to carry with whatever your view is about the vaccines, about the booster, whatever your views are, these things must become preeminent in your thinking and in your actions. Number one, you have a responsibility to show love to your neighbor and to your enemy. You are to love your neighbor and your enemy. Now I'm going to get 50 emails going, but that doesn't mean this. That you, you deal with the fact that the Bible says love others and love even your enemies. What does love look like for other people in the middle of a pandemic? I mean, I think that's an elementary question. What does it mean to love people in the middle of a pandemic? 
What, what? I think it would mean doing everything I can to ensure that I don't infect other people. I think that's a basic concept of love. Look, here's this pandemic, whatever you think about it, people are dying. Whether you say, well, I don't believe it's 800,000, I believe it's 500,000. I don't care if you believe it's 10. What, what is your responsibility to ensure that you don't become someone who spreads something to someone that could kill them, Right? Just, just what does, what does love look like? And not just the people you care about, even your enemies. So what does it look like to love people? I think that's important. The Bible does, goes on to say, not only are we to love people, not only are we to love our enemies, we are to put others before ourselves. What does it demonstrate to put others before you in the middle of a global pandemic? What does that look like? What does that look like? Too many in the church are like, you know what? If you're going to have people wear a mask in that church, I'm not coming back because I only care about me. Okay, well, if you want to act like that, then maybe Christianity is not the religion for you. Maybe maybe you could find a new religion and you're like the religion. Oh, I know what it's called. It's called Satanism because Satanism is all about the worship of self. If you want to worship self, then Satanism probably has some openings right now and you could probably become there. But within Christianity, you're supposed to put others before yourself. You're supposed to love others. You're supposed to love even your enemies. I mean, those are basic biblical concepts. Love others, love even your enemies, put others before yourself. These are basic concepts. There's nothing I'm saying here that's radical or crazy. You've got to figure out what that looks like in the middle of a pandemic. The Bible also calls us to respect and be submissive to those who have authority over us, to obey the authority over us. Now, I'm not saying that there's never a time where we we don't disobey, but that's the basic formula. We go into it going, okay, how can I submit and obey to the authority placed over me? Right Now, there may come a point where you have to disagree and you may have to disobey, but you've got to make sure you it reaches a biblical level where you have to. Right? So those are basic systems and, and basic uh, principles. And here's a very, the most guiding principle of all. As a follower of Christ, we should be denying ourself, dying to self, and turning from self to follow Christ. Christ makes it very clear that if you're going to follow him, you die to self, deny self, and you don't follow self, you follow him. What does it look like in the middle of a pandemic to be someone walking around going, I, it's not about me. It's not about my rights. I'm going to die to self, deny to self, and follow Christ. It's not, and I'm going to show love to others, and I'm going to put others before me. And I'm going to demonstrate a submission to the authority as much as I possibly can. What does that look like in the middle of a pandemic? I will tell you this. It would look, it would, it should look drastically different than it's looked, uh, in the lives of many Christians where it's yelling, screaming, fighting. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to obey this. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to obey this. That, that is what we can't go back to. We, I'm pleading with you. Don't go back to acting like, kids on a playground fighting and yelling and throwing temper tantrums. How about we act like godly individuals and say, what can we do to be salt and light in the middle of a time of a global pandemic where a virus is spreading, doubling daily almost? I don't even know how many countries now. What did I say? 89 countries, 89 countries. I mean, just read all of the headlines. Now, hopefully it's a little bit of a panic and it goes away. I know many of you do not like the vaccine mandates. I understand that. I can definitely relate. Remember, it was a vaccine that almost killed me. Okay, but I also know we got to find a way to get rid of the pandemic. And I also know vaccines have had great success in wiping out diseases. I, 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 at the same time, I'm just as frustrated with it as you just listening to it. Wait, we need, you need, Two, two shots. Well, no, no, no. Now you need three. Well, now you may need four. Well, now you need me five. Now you may need a shot every 13 seconds. Okay. I understand that it becomes absolutely like, when does this ever end? And I agree. When does it ever end? But we've got to do what we can to help end it. I know that. 
because we can't just keep going year after year. Things are going to lock back down. What does that do to businesses? Now, there's going to be states you're going to refuse. I live in Texas, so I probably don't have to worry about any lockdowns, right? I mean, we don't lock down for anything. So they're not going to lock down. Now, and so, so, you, you know, you're, we're, it's, it's all coming and you're going to have to deal with it based on where you live. So, so let me just go back to what the things I want to give you because I could just throw out my opinions on all of these different things, but that doesn't matter. Biblically, here's what you're called to do. You are showed to love others, love even your enemies, put others before yourself, deny yourself, die to self, and turn from yourself and follow Christ. Those are, and, and obey the laws that have been placed o- over you. Those are basic rules that every Christian can just write them down. Like whatever you decide to do in any situation, you're like, okay, so here's the situation I'm dealing with with the pandemic. Okay, what can I do in this situation to show love, love even to my enemies, to put others before myself, to show that I'm denying myself, dying to self, and I'm not following self and trying my best to obey the the authority over me. What can you, in every situation, you can fall back on those. I'm not saying we're all going to agree on every little detail, but those are, I, I think I call it my COVID toolkit. When I don't know what to do in the midst of the situation, I pull back those, those are basic biblical information, biblical principles that we can hold on to. Right, we have to hold on to those, all right? Now, so those are some basic biblical principles. Now, here is, to me, I think the key. Not everyone agrees with me here, but I think it's key. What I tend to do is I don't listen to even what the federal government is saying. I don't listen to what the CDC is saying. I don't listen to what the World Health Organization is saying. I mean, when I say I don't listen, in other words, I listen to what they say, but as far as making any decisions, I listen and take that information in, but here is where I put my focus. What is going on in the community in which I live? And here's the reason I put my emphasis there. You can sit there and say COVID is fake all day long. You can say it's a bunch of garbage. You can, you can say you're not going to do anything and you, you just do whatever you want. But here's what I know to be an absolute undeniable fact. Every person who has denied it, refused to take any of the precautions, and they get it, and the next thing they do, not all people develop serious symptoms, but many do, they, they have it, and the next thing they know, and you know what I'm getting ready to do because I do it in every podcast when I talk about this, they find themselves sitting there laying on their bed or in their living room going, <gasps> and they can't breathe, and they're coughing, and they can't breathe, you know, I know exactly where they're going to go. They're going to go to the local hospital. So you can yell about it and deny it and deny it. But when it all goes bad, you're running to the very medical community that you say are idiots and you don't trust them. Rarely do you see someone like, I can't breathe. Don't call 911. I'm just going to sit here because I'm not going to go to the doctors because they're all part of the conspiracy. It's amazing how quickly the conspiracy talk stops when all of a sudden you can't breathe. Then you're calling 911 to run to the very doctors who are supposedly a part of the conspiracy. It's maddening to me. You don't believe it, but man, you run to the, I don't, I don't trust the medical profession, but when you can't breathe, you go to them. So here's my, I, I, this is just like a, a, absolutely a rule that I think we have to follow through this. Pay attention to what's going on in your local community. And here's the reason why. That's where you're going to go when you need help. So what can you do to help them? If you're in an area, they're like, hey, we have very few COVID cases. We've got all the hospital beds that we could want. We don't have any issues going on here. Everything's good. All right. You may take a different approach. You may take a different approach about social distancing. You may take a different approach about mask wearing. You may take a different approach about the vaccine. I understand that. But if you're in an area where the local hospitals are like, we are overwhelmed. We can't take any more help us out, then it's not about the government. It's not about conspiracy theories. It's about helping your neighbor. It's about what, and if they're saying, please, social distance, wear a mask, don't be in large group gatherings, then please listen to them because they're the very people you're going to run to when you can't breathe. That's what you look to. 
pay attention to your local hospitals. Like for, for me, if I want to know what's going on, you see, I can go to Big Country homepage, big, bigcountryhomepage.com. Bigcountryhomepage.com. If you want to look where I live, you can go to bigcountryhomepage.com if this page will load. Okay. Give me a second here. It's not loading. Give me one second. I think I know why. Give me one second because I'll just show you what I look to. And you can do the very same thing in your local community. Hang on. Give me one second. Telling you I need a new iPad. This one is on its last leg. All right. Let's see here. Okay. Um, Okay, I am looking. I do not see if they have here. Let me do a. Uh, let me see here. We have an issue with some kid took a gun to school the other day. That's uh, always not good. All right. All right. I'm not seeing here. They usually have a. Um, they call it, it, it's, it basically gives us the what level we're at in the local area, telling us, you know, we're critical, we're not critical. And I'm not seeing anything there of any significance. So like here in the local uh, area, clearly they're not giving me any information. So let me go here to, um, looking here, I'm going to ktexas.com right now. Nothing, nothing. I'm not seeing anything here about our current levels in the, at, at the local hospitals. So I'm not seeing anything here currently. So they, they, had the, they had it the other day, and I think that we're up to level four now. I think we're up to level four. I don't know why it's not on the uh, Big Country homepage. Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm looking. There's all kinds of news articles there that I want to talk about. But okay, so I look... For that, I, I was hoping it was going to be there. And it's, it's a level gauge. It's like level one. It's basically no problem. Level, I think level five, it almost becomes like an emergency, critical. And they, 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 they put you where they're at. And the hospitals give you this information because it tells you how many cases they have, which determines how many beds they have available. All of the other debating and arguing, this is where I, it makes no sense to me because no Christian should want to do anything to put the local hospital in a position where they have to limit care. They have to ration care by saying, well, we can't treat you. We can't take care of you. We don't have a bed for you. Or even worse, you need an ICU bed. And they're like, well, we don't have any ICU beds because they're filled with COVID patients. So you're going to have to go somewhere else. And then you go two, two, two hours down the road and then they don't have any hospital beds because of COVID cases. That's where, as the Christian, we have a responsibility to the local area. Look on, on your news sites and see what is the local, your local COVID situation. Wh- wh- where are you at in your COVID levels in your local situ- in your local area? Find out what the hospitals are saying. You don't have to listen to anybody else. It doesn't have to be some grand conspiracy. You're like, whoa, so our hospitals are almost full. All right, what can I do here? What can I do? What can we do as a church? What can we do to help? What can we do? That, that, that's not a grand conspiracy. Whenever I get that, people are like, that's ridiculous. That's, like, they act like I'm an idiot. I'm like, it's an idiot to care about the people working in your local hospital so that they're not overwhelmed so that I don't end up leading more people to needing the hospital so that it overwhelms where they have to start rationing care. That's the last thing anybody should want. You should not want the hospitals to ever be overwhelmed, ever. Is that is that is that, is that crazy? Is that is that crazy? I'm gonna I'm gonna do something really quick because I don't understand why it's not showing up here. I'm gonna do a Google search. Give me one second here. Okay, I'm gonna put a COVID level Abilene. Abilene COVID level. Here we go. Um, This is December. Okay, this is from yesterday. Okay, where are we at? Um, 
we, uh, we're, we're in the risk level high. We're in risk level high. That's where we are. Our COVID risk level looks at the three, uh, three things, daily new cases, infection rate, and positive test rate. Each is graded on five color scale, and the highest risk color becomes the, loca- uh, becomes the location's overall risk level. The one exception is that if the location's daily new cases is green, then its overall risk level is green. All right. So this is and so right now we are in the high. We are in high. Uh, we haven't gotten to critical yet, but we're, we're we are fast moving up to that level. So we were we had gone way down and now we're moving back up. Now, they don't tell me how many people are hospitalized currently. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Case. Oh, hospitalizations. Okay, ICU capacity is not available. So currently we don't have an uh, the IC. That's what I want to know is I want to know the, uh, what's the ICU situation. Now, when, what, what I, the way I determine it and the way I even have handled it with my church, once the ICUs are basically full, they reach their, they're like over their limit and they're like, that's it, we're, we're done, we're, we're, we're overwhelmed. That's when I'm like, okay, everyone, we need to start taking some precautions and, and, and making some good decisions. That, that keeps you out of the whole conspiratorial craziness. That, that keeps you out of that. And so you're like, what can you do? Limit the, the, the size of the gatherings, social distancing, wear a mask, just you know, wash your hands, just you know, do everything you can to ensure that you don't become a factor in spreading it. That's just a basic concept. And, and that goes along with, Loving your neighbor. That goes along with caring about other people. But everyone will, will start throwing out their nonsense. And it drives me crazy. People will throw out things. Well, I drove past the hospital and it didn't look full. That's now your way of measuring it? You, they, because it didn't look full? So, so now you're telling me hospitals make up lies to keep people from coming to their hospital. So, so they're all in it for the money. But the conspiracy is to keep you from coming to the hospital. So which is it? Is the conspiracy to make money or is this conspiracy to drive you away from the hospital by telling you it's full when it's really empty? Well, can you can you explain this to me? Your conspiracy doesn't even make sense. So here's the thing. When the hospitals say we need help, then take it. Then then that should change your behavior. Like, don't even, not even worried about what's going on everywhere else. That's just a local situation. And remember the the principle that's supposed to guide Christians. And it's just so amazing because you start talking about COVID or the vaccines, then you get into the whole argument about, well, wait a minute, was this vaccine tested using the, uh, you know, aborted fetal tissue from an abortion that occurred, you know, in in the 1970s or the 1980s, and everyone will lose their mind. And and there's, people will argue, and I I can give facts where I've got pro-life groups saying, no, there's no ethical issue in taking the vaccine. I've got other people saying, no, 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 it's an issue, it's an issue, don't do it, don't don't do it. Don't do it because you're supporting abortion. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But here's what I would like to say to everyone. Okay. Yes. We should be against abortion. Amen. Completely agree. But should we, shouldn't pro-life extend to people outside of the womb? So if over 800,000 people have died in the United States of America, millions of people have died globally, is that not a pro-life cause as well? Or is pro-life cause only for babies in the womb? Like, I'm, I'm having a hard time. Like, we're pro-life, but we're only pro-life kind of. We care about the sanctity and sacredness of life. Then we should do everything our power in the midst of this craziness and what to do. So, let me state it again. Love others. Love your enemies. Place others before yourself. Obey the laws that are placed over you as much as humanly possible. Deny yourself, die to self, turn from self, follow Christ. I think those are basic rules. Look at what's going on in your local hospitals. That's where you need to look because that's where you're going when you're sick. Someone in your church gets sick. If someone, if your neighbor gets sick, they're going to those local hospitals You don't want them to ever be so overwhelmed after ration care and turn people away. You don't want that to ever happen. So what can you do to keep that from occurring? And just remember, you're pro-life. What is a pro-life position in the middle of a pandemic? 
And then I would just say this. I know you can get tired of all of this. I know you can get discouraged, and I know there can be times of great depression. I think a lot of people have experienced some serious discouragement and depression in all of this. While all of this is happening, and while it feels like everything is spiraling out of control and where it feels like it will never end, and it feels like people are becoming more divisive and people are becoming more hostile and people are getting so angry, we've got to be people demonstrating a a, a spiritual mindset, demonstrating love, demonstrating uh, our our love for God and our love for others. And what we have to focus on is while everybody is yelling and screaming about COVID, we've got to be focused on where we are spiritually, not only as individuals, but as a church, your church, my church, what, where we are as a ministry here in the Theology Central podcast, what we got to get people into scriptures, memorizing scriptures, studying scripture, focusing on scripture, partaking of scripture, growing spiritually, thinking biblically, and then acting in a way that we can be salt and light to a world right now that's in absolute total confusion, chaos, darkness, and divided there's going to be, there's, we don't need to be, we don't need to add to all of that divisiveness. We don't need to add to more of the yelling and screaming and debating. We've got to be somehow rise above this and say, no, listen, everyone turn to Christ. We need to focus on how we can get people to turn to Christ. And then the peace that comes from following him. This is a bad situation. And I don't know, I don't know where this ends. I really don't know where this ends. I, I really don't know. I am so ready for this all to be over, so ready for this all to be over. And I don't know what's going on in your area. I don't know. But you know what's going on in your area. See, I can't tell you what to do in your area because you know. If you're in an area where like our risk is little, okay, great. Okay, no, you, you, can, you can make your decisions based off that. But if you're in an area where they're like, we are in trouble, then base your decisions off that. And don't get caught up in all the conspiracy theories. Is that, is that, is that reasonable? Is that rational? Maybe. Am I just screaming in, in an empty room like I'm crazy? Probably. Yeah, who, who, I doubt anybody even cares about any of this, but I just, I just, we're so divided. And once again, the church is going to just slide right down into, I mean, again, I, I, could, I could go turn on American Family Radio. And as Omicron begins to spread, they're going to just, they're going to be yelling against it. Nope, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. We're not going to follow this rule. We're not going to follow this rule. We're not going to, you know, nope, nope. And it's just all about a political stance. And it's like, where, where is your, where is your biblical position in all of this? Jesus is not about us protecting and defending our rights. I mean, that's just not a biblical mindset. It's about denying myself, dying to self, worrying about other people. Well, well, should we not care about doing that in the middle of a pandemic? Maybe. I, I don't know. But there you have it. That's what's going on. I, I could play more of the news. Re- I could play news report after news report after news report. Uh, I mean, I, I can't remember how many re- news reports I've already heard today about Omicron and how fast it's spreading. And this is shutting down and this is locking down and schools are going back to virtual learning. It's, it, it's not good. It feels like the beginning of 2020. And, and where people are like, well, okay, well, it's not going to get that bad. It's not going to get that bad. And it got worse and it got worse and it got worse. Well, there's a part of me wants to say, okay, guys, don't worry about it. It's not going to get that bad. But there's another part of me that's like, that's a foolish way of thinking because we've got the hard winter months are coming and I have a bad feeling it's going to get ugly. And so all you can do is have these principles with you. Don't get caught up in all of the other disputes and arguing and debating. Grab onto these principles and focus on what's going on in your local area. You may have to do some searching. I, I mean, here in Texas, you know, the, the, the COVID situation doesn't get much attention because nobody cares. Um, but there's some of us who I need to know what's going on in the local area because I need to decide where I'm going to go, what I'm going to do, and how I'm going to proceed because that's the last thing I want. I mean, I don't want, I don't want it. I can tell you that. I don't want to be infected by I can't get vaccined. I can't get the vaccination. And people who are not vaccinated, typically their symptoms are far more severe and a greater chance of being hospitalized when you're not vaccinated. Well, I have no protection, none from a human perspective, but I can't, I know what I can do humanly. I can try to take the necessary precautions to protect myself. I'm glad I, if I was in the work world right now, I'd be in, I would be in a very difficult situation, but I try to even be careful here at church when people come in. I don't try to get up in anyone's personal space. I can guarantee you that. 
because, well, I cannot be vaccinated. So I'm trying to be very careful. So think about those people out there who can't be vaccinated. Think about other people other than yourself. That's a good idea. Think about other people other than yourself during a pandemic. Is that is that a, maybe we should just do that all the time. So, all right, there we go. I'll stop. You can tell me how much you disagree with me. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. There's so many other things I wanted to get to today, but we did what we did. Hopefully you'll find something that we did today beneficial. I'm going to check really quick to my uh, emails here. Make sure I don't have any more emails. I do got emails. Okay. Yeah. Well, as soon as I go anywhere, there's a COVID situation. Okay. No emails. All right. There you have it. I hope. I I don't even know what I wanted to accomplish here than just trying, begging Christians not to get caught up in all the noise. That's just all I'm just begging you. Don't get caught up in all the noise. Please don't. Don't. We, we got to focus more than ever on the on the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. We got to support the 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 the, the preaching and teaching of God's word. We've got to immerse ourselves in being salt and light. We got to focus on what we can do to minister to people. Yelling and screaming and debating about all of these it's just it's not what we're called to do. And I know people are going to disagree with me, but you you go over there and be doing all of that in the meantime the world is, well, I don't know, lost and dying in their sins. And the church is yelling and screaming about, oh, how dare you make me wear a mask? How dare you do that? Absolutely not. And it's like, okay, well, maybe we just focus on what we can do and minister to people. But all right, there you have it. Email me. Everyone have a great day. Be safe. Please be safe. Look out for one another and let me know what's going on in your area. Let me, let me know. Let me know what's going on in your area. You may think some of the decisions are crazy. I understand that. But um, again, ignore the decisions, focus on what's going on in the hospital. Ignore the noise, what's going on in your local hospital. Because trust me, if it all goes wrong for you, those are the people you're going to be looking to, humanly speaking, to save your life. You know it and I know it. That's what we need to focus on. All right, everyone have a good day. God bless.